This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We've got a wonderful show with a guest you might be a little familiar with if you're a regular listener to talkradio.nyc. We'll, we'll see if you recognize her. But of course, first we have, as always, a little section from my book, Everyday Awakening, uh, which in case uh, you've forgotten, you can get at everydayawakeningbook.com. It's available at, at uh, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Books a Million, all the major booksellers everywhere. Um, and if you can't find it in your local bookstore, ask them to order it. They, they can definitely order it. So uh, let's get started with this little section of my book. And it is entitled, It is Up to Us to Learn the Lessons of Life. Life will teach us new lessons every day if we are open to seeing and experiencing the lessons. These lessons come to us in different ways. They come from challenges. They come from new relationships. They can come from misunderstandings. Most of the time, we create our own challenges through the choices we make, through how we show up in the world. We decide whether we will be difficult or easy with someone. We choose to drop our expectations or not. We decide to open up or close down. Life brings us to where we need to grow. It is our medicine. Then it is up to us to take the medicine. It is up to us to learn the lessons. It is our free will to decide to grow or stagnate. We all have the choice. We can choose to ignore the lessons in our lives or to embrace them. 
Yes, it may not be easy to embrace the lessons. Yes, it can be painful to take a real close look at ourselves. And yet, if we do, the reward is a more fulfilled life, a more joyful life, a more actualized life. What lessons are in front of you now? What is life calling you to learn or how is it calling you to grow? So um, I, I wrote this one um, uh, uh, a while ago. And I, I think this one was sparked by a conversation I had with a friend about free will and, you know, learning lessons. And some people do and some people don't. And kind of back and forth about why was this person not doing this or doing this and 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 I kind of thought about it for a while and and it and it kind of came to me how you know life presents us with challenges and opportunities all the time all the time and it's really up to us to decide like I'm going to pay attention to it now And sometimes we choose not to. And sometimes we choose to listen to the lesson. And we can never really tell whether someone is really paying attention to the lessons in their life. The thing is, it's not up to us to decide anything for anybody else. The lessons are for us to learn. When we focus on our own lessons, and be a little less concerned with what, whether other people are learning their lessons or not, it, it's sort of their, what they're doing becomes a little bit more irrelevant because it's about us. It's about us learning our lessons. And maybe if we're being so judgmental about somebody else not, not learning the lesson that we see so plainly right in front of them, well, maybe that's a lesson for us to be a little more compassionate to be a little more understanding because we have not walked as the old expression goes a mile in their shoes. We don't know what it's truly like to be them. It's so easy to judge people and to say, Oh, I can't believe they're not doing this or they're not doing that. And yet we don't really know. For us, it may be easy because we're not them. We're not the ones in the middle of the situations. We're not the one who have their history, their background, their experiences, their heartaches and pain. We really don't know. And I'm sure almost the same thing can be said of us. Like if people looking at us in our own life and see how we deal with our own challenges, with with our own lessons, it could be very easy for someone else to judge us. But that's not really the truth of the situation, is it? I'm sure you all know when it comes to learning your own lessons, we can be a little dense. We can be a little slow. I know I am. I'm definitely, uh, you know, it can take me a while. My, my nervous system responds to things very slowly. So I don't, I don't necessarily respond so quickly. Um, if something's really, really painful, yeah, I might learn that lesson quicker. 
but oftentimes um, I take a more slow and steady, steady kind of pace. Other people have a completely different way of approaching their lessons. So I guess, you know, what I'd love for people listening today to really get out of this little section of my book is to focus not on what other people need to learn, what we see as being the lessons for them in their life, but to focus more on our own and to notice, just to notice when we do start judging other people, when we do start saying, you know, why can't you learn this? You know, why, why are you having such a hard time with this? Like, that's a time to look in the mirror and to self-reflect and ask ourselves, hmm, wonder why I'm so triggered by that. Huh, why is it so important to me that they learn that particular lesson? Maybe there's something in there for us. Because if we were truly at peace with whatever that lesson was for the other person, then maybe it wouldn't bother us so much whether they're learning it or not. So just a a different way to look at life. Every day is filled with different lessons for us. And we all meet them differently. So let's be a little more kind, a little more gentle with ourselves this week not be so judgmental of ourselves and others. And let's just maybe pay a little more attention to what is it that life is calling us to learn? What is it that life is calling us to grow? How is it calling us to grow in our own life? Okay, so I hope you uh, like that little section. Again, it's called, It is Up to Us to Learn the Lessons of Life. It's in the uh, second chapter of my book, Everyday Awakening, which you can get at everydayawakeningbook.com. And so now it is my extreme pleasure. Well, first, I want to say hi to Patty on the Facebook Live. I see you checking in today. Good day, Patty. Glad you're with us. Um, And it is my pleasure to now introduce to you psychoanalyst, spiritual director, naturopathic doctor, aromatherapist, and fellow talkradio.nyc host, Dr. George Ann Dow. Dr. Dow specializes in transpersonal psychoanalytic depth psychology. I'm going to have to, have to ask her exactly what that is. Uh, spiritual direction and holistic health for all stages and phases of one's life. Uh, Dr. Dow has over 20 years experience in individual, couples, and family treatment modalities, blending conventional and alternative approaches. She draws on a variety of styles and techniques to incorporate what what will be the most helpful to the individual needs of each of her patients. She has an ND doctorate in natural health sciences, a master's degree in clinical nutrition. She's a certified spiritual director, a certified life coach, and a certified pastoral formation, I don't know, specialist. So welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Georgianne. Dr. Dow, how are you today? Um, I'm great. Sam, thank you so much for inviting me on your show. And hi, everyone. And um, Sam, I love what you read from your from your book. And, uh, you know, what you read is so much of um, what you and I talk about, and why I actually went into my work, because we can only begin to make any changes in the world by starting with ourselves, Right? Mm -hmm. So if if we're, (laughs) it's always funny, I always love this. 
if you're pointing the finger out here to someone, we always have to look where our thumb is. <laughs> right, right. three fingers, always... at least at least three or four fingers pointing back at us, right? There you go. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, um, yeah, I, lo- I love what I do, and I, I love what you read, Sam. So, so I know a teeny, teeny bit about your background because, of course, I listen to your show all the time. Um, but I'm just curious, what was it that really drew you to have this desire to be a, a psychoanalyst, to, to really get into this, this field of helping people? Yeah. Well, I, um, I think like most of us, we, uh, I had a very uh, challenging um, terribly dysfunctional but challenging upbringing and um it was hard for me because I was a very sensitive child and uh many times there was situations going on in the family that I was not able to express my sensitivity um always was a seeker Hmm. Um, prayed as a child was not brought up religious uh always prayed as a child I had a picture of Jesus I would kiss. Um, You know, God finds us. We don't find God. God finds us. And God is everywhere. So it's just us bringing our attention to what already exists. Um, And um, I started going into treatment. I left home when I was 16. I've been on my own ever since. And I started going into treatment. I put myself in treatment at a very young age. And I went to the doctor and I said, I just have a different way of thinking. And I I think there's different ways of looking at life that I'm not finding anyone to talk to. Would you talk to me? (laughs) (laughs) And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, sure. (laughs) And, uh, and that started my, uh, my beginnings. And I've been in uh, analysis ever since. And, you know, to really be a proper analyst and spiritual director, um, you know, and that's where all my training comes from is my desire to want to be able to go deeper into myself and to be able to be there and walk in others with Mm. others in their individual journey, of course, without judgment, because if we judge ourselves, we're going to judge others. And so the whole thing came together into now what I call, and God has brought me to into my work. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so just, just out of curiosity, did you become a psychoanalyst first and then a spiritual director, or were you like a spiritual director and then a psychoanalyst? I was studying, interestingly enough, at the same time. Oh, at the same time. And the degrees were able to be uh, integrated, which is very powerful ah. and very blessed for me. And I had the privilege in my spiritual direction training to uh, actually be with. Uh, I was teaching at the seminary. I was studying at the seminary, mm. which is unheard of as a woman. Um, I studied Hinduism, Buddhism, um, all very, very fascinating, fascinating ways of uh, life and journeying through life. But it wasn't until I, for me, until I met Jesus that uh, Mm. I walked into the Catholic Church and uh, I was asked to bring up the gifts. And I didn't know what that meant because I've been in the Catholic Church before. And I said, oh, I love giving gifts. Who do I give them to? (laughs) And they said, oh, my gosh, just go sit in the back. (laughs) <laughs> and then they told me what to do. But as I was walking to the altar with the Saborium with the Eucharist, my chest expanded, my head went back, and I went down. And mm. everything I had ever done in my life came flooding forward, but I had never felt such love. Mm. I had met, it was all wrapped. I never felt such love. 
And I said, this is where I belong. I found my home. Mm. So I joined the Catholic Church. And, uh, you know, I don't believe in everything that the Catholic Church teaches. It's not about that. I believe in the teachings and the walk with Jesus. Mm. And, gotcha. uh, and that's my faith. And I walk with people of all different faiths because there's only mm-hmm. one God. There's right. only one God. Right. Um, but um, so I combine it all. And there's many times... Uh, Transpersonal adept psychology, psychoanalysis, is having a, a, a grasp on the interworkings of the spirit and soul being reflected through life as I listen. And our psychology mm-hmm. is built on from the intrauterine experience through the age of seven. Okay. So, so I'm going to ask you to hold it there because you're getting a little ahead of me. I was going to ask you when we come back from break about what is depth psychology, but I do want to actually get a little bit more of a definition for our audience who aren't as familiar. So so let's hold it there. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I, I, I want to just get a better understanding of like, what's the, what's the difference between transpersonal psychoanalytic depth psychology and sort of regular psychoanalysis psychology? Is it more Jungian, Freudian, or is it something totally different? Just to give a little context for our audience, so then we can explore things a little more deeply, okay? Great. Thank you, Sam. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook on Facebook Live. And we will be right back with Dr. George Ann Dow after this. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking with fellow talkradio.nyc host, Dr. George Ann Dow. You should definitely check out her show on Monday evenings at 7 p.m., Journey Through to Awareness with her co-host, Judy Miller. They do a wonderful show together. If you like my show, you'll, you'll love their show as well. Of course, of course. So, so George Ann, is it okay I call you George Ann? I should really call oh you Dr. Gosh, Dow. Oh my gosh, no, George Ann, please. Yeah. Uh, um, so what is the difference between sort of regular psychoanalysis yeah. and, and transpersonal yeah. psychoanalytical depth psychology? Yeah. And the reason I, I phrase it that way, and I feel like I'm talking very fast because I know when you have a much better way of judging two minutes. <laughs> when I see the two minute, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a commercial going. Um, the, um, the reason that I, I separate and phrase them that way is because I, and I really probably shouldn't because it confuses people. Hmm. Transpersonal means transitioning Transitioning from the place of soul outwardly as a, as a human frame in the world and how that displays itself outwardly in the contemporary life. Psychoanalysis, I believe, Carl Jung believed, I'm Freudian trained, but I'm also Jungian trained. So I, I compile, that's what makes my work so different. I compile it all because I've been doing this a long time and my training is vast. And, you know, even more important than your education is who you're mentored with. I had the opportunity yeah. of mentoring with an incredible man who I love and adore, Dr. David Endler. He's my supervisor now. He's been my analyst for 40 years. And he was um, with Hyman Spotnitz. Hyman Spotnitz developed what is called... Um, Oh my gosh, it's so funny. My mind just went blank. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Just, oh, that happens to me all the time. I think it's see, see when you're a guest on someone else's show, instead of doing your yeah, own show, yeah. it's a little different, it's a, right? Yeah, I got it. I got it. It's called um, Modern Psychoanalysis. And mm -hmm. he was a disciple of Freud. And Dr. David Endler is a disciple of Spotnitz and I studied with David. So actually I'm third generation Freud. Gotcha. That being said, we only live 10% consciously. Right. 90% of us is really going through life unconscious. And mm -hmm. what is that? From intrauterine, because the experience for us as a human being really does take place as we're developing the womb. So right. we, don't, we only don't have the experience of our own experience in the womb, but we have the experience of whose womb it is. Mm -hmm. So depending on what was going on with the mother and in the mother's life, that will go into the, the fetus. Intrauterine to age seven, we sort of develop a blueprint unconsciously, mm -hmm. and it enters us in a feeling state. Mm -hmm. We don't have words. We don't have cognition. Uh, we all make mistakes as parents. None of us get it right. It's the hardest right. job in the world. And um, no one means it. But many things get put into our children. So that blueprint through defenses, through feeling hurt, that gets developed called the ego, which is very helpful. But there's pieces of it that are distorted. 
that we make, we live out of the rest of our lives until like your work, Sam, my work, until we open it up and we look inside the well and we say, wow, that's really being reflected and lived out in my contemporary life. And it has nothing to do with what's going on in my life. It is going on out there and it's just touching something in me. Mm-hmm. And I think we can all relate to that experience, which is sort of what you were talking about at the beginning of the show from your book, Sam. Right. Right. So it's kind of like um, th- there are all these, for lack of a better term, programs that are like running around in our consciousness. Some of them were aware of, most of them were not aware of. And yeah, it's like sitting down and taking a look at what are those things that are driving our daily routines. Some may serve us, some may not be serving us so well. Some may have served us very well to survive when we were seven years old in a right. dysfunctional household. But as an adult, they don't really serve us anymore. Yet, because we've been running those programs so much, it's hard to break that cycle. Yes. And the challenge and why I went into my work is because we're unconscious to most of them. Right. We're totally unconscious that we're doing that, that we're living out of them. But if, but through analysis, through treatment, we're mm-hmm. able to see them as I journey with the person or another, right. and we hear and listen to the patterns that get reflected as the patient, as the person speaks from their unconscious and they see patterns reflected in how they're living right. in the relationship profiles. You know, I work with, uh, when I work with people that um, are alcoholics and by the way, anyone that has substance abuse, mm-hmm. um, when they journey through it and get to the other side, to me are the best human beings on the planet. Because <laughs> when you journey through your woundedness and you get to the other side, it's fantastic. You have awakened on some level and arrived. Right. Now, I'm, I'm curious on, on just sort of, and this may be a really like yeah. simple question, just because like my wife is a therapist. She's an LCSW. Yeah. She's not an a- analyst. Yeah. What's really the difference? Like, why would someone come to see a psychoanalyst as opposed to just a regular psychotherapist? Because I'm not giving solutions. See, many Uh, times when people go to a therapist, the therapist will give them solutions to their problems. I'm not doing that. I am I am helping them open up on a very deep level to be able to recognize over time the patterns that entered them by helping them put together the puzzle. Like I see what's happening here and I am beginning to recognize something that went on here that was familiar, that is triggering, that is help, that is having me live out of this year. So in other words, I went, when I was doing my externship, there was a, uh, a high school dance, 200 people there, let's say, I don't remember. Two of the people at the dance, both from alcoholic families, didn't know each other. It's like, it's like a radar system. They found each other that <laughs> night and hooked up. Many times people will say, because our soul is always looking to, to heal. Right. It's always looking for completion and, and to heal. And um, so I hope I'm answering your question. I'm not offering anybody solutions here. I'm not, I'm not giving anybody anything. 
I am helping them discover on their own for themselves through the depth of their own inner deep journey, what it is that they're living out here and how it came from back here. Because something mm. out here is not working and is repetitive. And they come to find out that it is just repeating what's back here. And they mm. have no aware of it, no awareness of it at all. Right. That's why it's a journey through into awareness. You can't no. go under it. You can't go over it. You can't go around it. We have to feel it and go through it. We mm. have to feel it today like we did and stuffed and buried back then because we were in an environment that we weren't allowed to feel it. We weren't no. allowed to look at it. And even if we could, we were too little to really have any any ability to discern what was happening. A child can't discern right. and say, mommy and daddy, they're just having a bad mood. No, the child right. will always blame themselves. They will never look at mommy and daddy as having any issues because that's their survival. And when we look at right. this and when a patient looks at their family, it's no criticism. Everybody does the best they can. Children, right, right, right. parents love their children, but we all come from dysfunction. Right, and, right. And, 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 you know, to, to a, a baby, a child, like a parent is like a god, because they're the ones Absolutely. that determine everything for them. And, and a child sees things very much in black and white and, and, and doesn't know because it hasn't had the, the range of experiences to understand that there's a lot of gray in between that black and white. And that when we see ourselves kind of being very black and white in our opinions or judgments, that's actually something that's an indication that it's coming from a very young place. Yes, you can tell it's coming from a very young place without treatment. And right. without treatment, you can recognize it, but, but it's not going to be healed, unfortunately. Right. All right. Um, so it's but, time for us to take another break. Um, uh, uh, Patty, you got another listener. Patty said she'll tune into your show Monday nights. Oh, that's great. And, and okay. another loyal listener, Sanaya, asks, do you ever incorporate hypnosis into your treatments? And don't answer that yet because we're going to go to break. And when we come back, I want to not just talk about hypnosis, but the fact that you do also, you're a naturopathic doctor, you're an aromatherapist. Like, I'm curious how that all kind of came into it because you don't often see people who are psychoanalysts and therapists to, to also include those kinds of things, okay? So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Dr. George Ann Dow co-host of Journey Through to Awareness right here on talkradio.nyc. And we will be right back after these messages. Thank you. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. 
Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. So, so Dr. Dow, Georgianne, um, Sanaya asked if you incorporate hypnosis into your practice. Hi, Selena. So nice to, to hear from you. Thanks for checking in. And by the way, I just have to say, um, I really have grown to love Sam. Sam has so much inside of him, and he's just such a good man, and he's so generous to all of us that uh, take part in the, um, in the show. So thank you. Um, no, I don't, um, I don't need to incorporate hypnosis because um, the process that I work with people um, very quickly um, allows them to open up and you start to put the pieces of the puzzle together as to, I'm very familiar with what's going on with me in my daily life. And I'm being in touch with you, Dr. Dow, because something's not working. And over time, you get to really connect the pieces of the puzzle as to what the familiarity is that you were uncomfortable and afraid to look at from your history that is driving the certain behaviors, attitudes, reactions mm. uh, in, your, in your contemporary life. Yeah. So you, you don't, but you do a whole bunch of other things too. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, you don't, as I mentioned before the break, you don't often see a psychoanalyst yeah. who's also an aromatherapist and yeah. a naturopathic doctor. Yeah. So, so why did you, what, what attracted you to, to bring these other modalities uh, into your practice? I wanted a true, uh, I'm so committed to humanity. Um, I wanted to have a full spectrum of holism to mm -hmm. bring to people as a true holistic doctor 
Mm. I didn't want, I didn't, it always bothered me that, and I understand it, but it always bothered me that in allopathic medicine, you go to the gynecologist for your breasts and you go to the proctologist. For, <laughs> and to me, we operate as a full unit. Right. And one thing affects the other. Right. You know, is the body in the soul or the soul in the body? I mean, mm. you can meditate on that for the rest of your life. Right. And also my faith, you know, that was spiritual journey, all of it. So um, I, I use it. If people have, you know, trouble sleeping, I'll make an uh, essential oil. I work with pharmaceutical grade essential oils only. Uh. I have the privilege of journeying with this, with, with this particular doctor through Europe. Most of my training comes from overseas because I'm 67 uh. girl. And I got into this very early. I got into this in my 20s, all of this. Wow. Wow. So I was, uh, I had a clinic, a holistic clinic. We did predominantly uh, health and beauty treatments, which was a way that I was able to keep it and work my way through university. But most of my training comes from Europe. And the essential oils are used for uh, an adjunct to the work. If people have trouble sleeping, if they can't get rid of uh, different viruses. Uh, mm-hmm. all of that and of course what we eat you know you can yes. have uh you can have challenges with your microbiome your gut health which uh, will absolutely affect the way you feel yeah who, who was the famous uh, uh greek physician who said let food be thy medicine oh um you're right there was one but i'm not uh, was that euripides or no i don't think it was euripides not euripides uh, anyway but, um, anyway yeah but- but yeah, it's interesting how in the West, we, we tend to think of medicine as something that we create, and it's not natural, and it's, you know, something you, you use in, in an extreme case, whereas in the East, like food is, a, is considered like part of the healing process. You know, my wife is from China, and like in, in Chinese culture, you know, when you, you have X condition, you eat this food. And when you have yes. that, you have that food. And, you know, Chinese yes. medicine has all these herbs and stuff that yes. they learned a long, long time ago to how to use what's around us naturally, what we would normally just ingest, but treat it like medicine, not just as food. Yes. And um, uh, that's actually what my degree was based on. But naturopathic uh, medicine has moved now into functional medicine which really is such an interesting science yeah. and it's much, much more depthful even than anything I know, because it now goes into the genetic research and the epigenomes mm. and how we're able to, um, you know, program them in different ways by our life styles, habits, eating habits, etc. Yeah. Right. It's, it's very involved, but yes, food does uh, how we eat and also not only what we eat, but we're living in such a toxic age. Yes. Um, not only what we eat, but where we get our food and yes. how we digest it. Yes. How are we? That's why I brought up the microbiome. If we're yeah, not yeah. digesting our food properly, we can feel depressed. If you have thyroid issues, it can bring us into depression. Um, vitamin D can bring to depression. There's a lot of different, uh, many, many things that, that need to be looked at. Yeah. So I'm curious, have you ever had a client come to you who would like came to you because of severe depression or something and, and through not just the psychoanalytic work, but also through helping them with their nutrition and other stuff that it, it shifted their whole uh, way of being? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, because it's a whole total wellness. 
um, we live in the body and the body affects us on every level, psychologically, mm. spiritually, physically. Yeah. Yeah. That's not so, so unusual. I don't, I don't work with anyone with extreme, uh, with mental illness. That's not my uh, thing. I don't okay. work with anyone with, with extreme mental illness. And uh, I work with people that have challenges in their life, uh, uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, um, people that want a better life, people that are noticing they're not feeling well, people that are noticing their relationships aren't working well, mm. um, they're struggling with changes in their life, midlife changes, you know, normal things we all live with out of the dysfunction we all came from. Mm-hmm. Now, now as you mentioned you've been doing this stuff a long time, long time. and um but um, i'm i'm and i and i just i know you you're always looking to learn you're always you yes. know looking for something are, are there any things like you've discovered lately that really surprised you or is kind of like the big stuff you all learned a long time ago and now it's all just little variations on a theme um, one psychology, one psychology, I'm not cookie cutter. I'm always surprised and, and, and touched by the depth of um, human potential, human capacity to struggle, suffer, uh, human capacity and desire for wholeness, wellness, to go deeper into one's soul. Um, I'm seeing that more now, which mm. is great. And I think it has to do with where we are on the planet. Mm. I think it has to do with evolution and where we are in this time. I mean, those of you listening that are around my age, um, I don't know if you ever remember the harmonic convergence. Yes. Yes. Okay. May- so, 87, was it? About that. Yeah, you still yeah. the dates and names. I'm not. I'm a big picture <laughs> person. Um, so, um, yeah, you know, and there were all these mini uh, convergence happening, you know, through, through a level of transcendence on the earth. And I think we're in a very big one right now. And I don't like to be so mystical, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, we do walk in mystery, right? Yes. Um, you know, so I guess on some level, I am a little bit of a, uh, you know, uh, uh, a mystic. Um, so I think it's coming more now and I'm delighted to see it. It touches me deeply. It warms my heart. And I think that as people move through their own aggression, they come to a depth, the seat of their soul, and they're able to mm. recognize the depth of, and level of sensitivity within them, which yeah. they all desire to go into that seat of the soul. Hmm. I, I'm curious. We just got a couple of minutes before break, but you know, I asked my wife, you know, with her clients that she deals with over the last like year and a half, I was like, have your clients have had a lot of challenges with the pandemic and dealing with stuff of you? And she's like, we've had a few sessions like that, but she's really, it's just they've been right. working on their own stuff. I, I'm curious. Have you seen the pandemic affect your clients and how they show up and in the kinds of things that you're working with them? Or really, it just became an opportunity for them just to do deeper work because there were a lot less distractions around? Yes, Sam, I think you hit it. Um, much deeper work because there's less distractions. In the beginning, you'll always feel whenever we are embarking upon new development, new growth, um, wanting to um, 
you know, spend time alone or, or being, you know, placed on us, we'll always have more frustration first mm. because we always live on some level of resistance based on that, that uh, anyway. Um, so yes, there's been some more frustration and challenges with that, but in the long run, the bigger picture, it's about people being able to use it in a way to engage. But again, I am, you are, we are working with people that desire to grow. Right. right? For people that aren't, you know, God bless. It, it's not their time. No, no criticism. Um, I think it might be a very difficult and a different scenario for them. Yeah. 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 I, I remember last summer, you know, a few months after the pandemic started, I, I got together with a, a dear friend of mine who, um, uh, she she's a meditator. She does TM regularly. And we were talking about it. And she said, you know, Sam, for people like you and me, if we can't go outside, we go inside. <laughs> and she said, but but a lot of people out there, they don't know how to go inside. And, and I thought about it. And I thought that that's so, so true. And like those were the people who I think had the the greatest struggles were the people who, who didn't have some kind of practice uh, to help ground them and to give them an opportunity to go inside into the depth. Yes. Okay, it's time for us to take our last break of the show. Uh, when we come back, um, I would like to explore a little bit of, of how you've been doing this work for so long. Like, what now? Like, like, are you looking to leave a legacy? You know, what, what more is there? Or is it just, you're just trying to help as many people as possible? You know, we'll, we'll, let's explore that a little bit, okay? Thank you, Sam. Yes. You, you're welcome. So uh, thank you, Sanaya. I see Sanaya uh, loves you. everything you've been saying. So everybody, please stay tuned. We're talking with Dr. Georgianne Dow here on the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc. And if you miss any part of the show, we're all over all the podcasting apps, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. You can find us everywhere. And we will be right back with Dr. Georgianne Dow after this. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. 
Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Dr. George Ann Dow. Um, so, George Ann, um, you, you've learned a lot. You've done a lot. You've worked with a ton of people. Um, what's next for you? Where do you go from here? What are you looking to do? Um, I always, um, my, I walk in prayer. And uh, I take each moment as it comes, serving as um, I feel I'm being guided. When I sit in my prayer, um, you know, formally, um, I, I feel so privileged to do my work that I know that I live inside of the many people God gives me to work with. So I know that I'm leaving a legacy by everything that they are working through in their work, um, through their work with me and God. And that feels wonderful to me. And that feels fulfilling to me. And it mm -hmm. feels like enough. I don't feel a need anymore um, to prove myself anywhere. Um, I just don't. I just feel very settled with um, doing a good job with where I'm being guided um, and being a happy passenger. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I'm answering your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You did. You did. You did. <laughs> I'm just curious, and we really haven't touched upon it too much on the show, but, but you, as you mentioned earlier, you have a very deep uh, sort of spiritual uh, belief. You, you have a deep um, sense of, of, of God in your life, of presence. Do you incorporate that into your psychoanalysis practice at all? And, and if you do, like, how are your clients? Are they receptive to it? Does it put them off a little bit? Or are you, yeah. you know, I'm just curious how that all works. Yeah, well, you know, I'm always listening to the promptings of God through me. Um, that's what transpersonal means. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't even, it's not even me talking about it to them. If people want the spiritual aspects of their selves to be spoken of, and they do, um, then I can speak to them through scripture. Jesus was, Jesus was the most powerful psychoanalyst ever, you know, um, <laughs> You know, Jesus speaks of, 
unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat, you know, unless mm. our egos die, we never grow. Um, you know, there's so much, and if you look at the scripture from the original Greek text, there's so much, you know, it was historic, it was real, but there was so much symbolism in the, like water means life, fish means mm. life. So when you read it from that, from that context, it's very powerful. And that comes from reading it with spirit. Um, so I don't need to, I'm not here to convert anyone. I'm mm -hmm. here to work, I'm here to walk with people on their own journey. And whatever comes up in their journey, I will join them with mm -hmm. the gifts, with the Christ that lives in me, in with them on that journey. It's not my journey to to convert them. Right, right, right. But I, I'm curious, you know, because I just thinking back to like some of the things my wife has said to me, and she's an EMDR therapist, and she's gone for EMDR therapy and somatic EMDR therapy. EMDR is great. Yeah. And, and, and I remember when she was at one particular time, she was, you know, still grieving the loss of her mom who passed away uh, 10, 10, 11 years ago. And, and she had this experience in a session that she felt so connected to her mom and she spoke to her and she said she it felt like an, a, a spiritual experience to her. And, and my wife is a very grounded person, very practical person. She usually never uses those, that kind of language. And so I'm just curious, has anything ever happened in a session where like either something came to you or through you to yes. your client that felt like a spiritual experience was happening in the healing process? Yes, and it, yes, and it usually comes with a with a depth of a deep connection of love mm. between um, something they're looking at with one of their loved ones, mm -hmm. um, and the uh, transference uh, with me, which has to take place as the analyst. Um, you know, Jesus said, we're two or more gathered in my name. So, um, yeah, uh, you can feel, I, I think what I hear you asking, Sam, is, and I'll just say it like this, that there is, there is it is not unique in my work to experience an, an, ele an elevation of consciousness between myself, the patient, and mystery. Hmm. Hmm. Beautiful. not unusual at all and i call that love yeah i call yeah, yeah. that love you know it sounds like your wife um what's her name hong han lovely uh lovely tell han i'd love to meet her she sounds so lovely um <laughs> it sounds like you know han really connected with something her patient was saying to the depth of love that she feels with her mother and that it really elevated the consciousness of something that was through mystery brought in. Mm -hmm. So we just got a little bit of time left before the end of the show. Uh, I just want to ask you about your own show. You're, you're doing a show on the network called Journey Through to Awareness with, with Judy Miller. Why did you start your show and, and what is your show really about? Yeah, thank you, Sam. Um, I started the show because I wanted to open up for others the ability 
to take their journey with God, um, opening up certain pieces of scripture to help them recognize that God is omnipresent, that we're never asking where God is. is like a fish asking where the water is. And that in that trust and faith that we can do our inner work, we can go deeper into the well of our being, that we can elevate our consciousness, that we can go beyond the confines of our minds Mm -hmm. and um, experience a deeper, fuller life that God wants us all to have, that we desire to have. Mm -hmm. But in that, there's always going to be some suffering. See, we live in a society that looks to stay away from suffering. It's not that we want to suffer. It's not that God calls us to suffer. But in the suffering, we reach a higher level because we're shedding something, Mm. shedding something. What deep suffering is, is when we feel out of control. So Mm. I wanted to be able to open all of this. But what I'm finding is it's challenging because there's not... um, it's challenging to bring guests on that are looking to to really speak of this. Mm. So um, it's challenging. And I, I but in my order hearts, it came to me in prayer to begin that work um, outwardly, because I do a lot of retreat work. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the shutting down with from COVID, a yeah. lot of centers are not available and they've closed. So I was looking for a medium to reach more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see Patty on the Facebook Live says, I'm a cradle Catholic. I've remained faithful to my faith, but do not understand the quote unquote church. Always searching for answers. So unfortunately, we're out. Of, I could speak with you with hours, Georgian, as you know, um, but we're out of time. So if people want to learn more about you again, touch with you. Do you have a website? How do people find yes, you? Yes, thank you. Yes. And thank you all of you for, for participating today. Um, it's www drgdau.com so it's doctor www.drgdau.com drgdau.com and that's my website and you can contact me on there and i'm always happy to uh to speak with anyone who wants to give a call or send me a message and thank you sam for the blessing of joining you today on your beautiful show uh, you're most welcome. You're most welcome. Thank you for making taking the time. I know you're very busy. You're usually booked up with clients all day long. So uh, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to come on the show today. Thank you, Sam. And of course, thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in today. Of course, without you, there, there is no show. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, big thank you to the whole team in the background doing uh, the production work, uh, to my, my dear, dear uh, uh, friend Emily for helping out with the engineering today and uh, for the whole team and crew that we have behind the scenes. So thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget, later today, we have uh, at 5 o'clock, Frank Harrison in his show, Frank About Health, uh, followed at 6 o'clock with Johnny Tsunami in his show, Planet Pakalolo. Tomorrow, the whole block of uh, nonprofit and business-related shows. And don't forget, Monday night, 7 p.m., Journey Through to Awareness, right here on talkradio.nyc. Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you next week.
Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. 